Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your lines so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello, Beamer family, and welcome to Whatever Wednesday uh, this is your co-host, Lisa Diamond, and I am joined today with uh, Ian Robb as well. We have a special show for you today. Make sure you get out a notepad and pen. You're definitely going to want to take notes. Uh, Ian, I'm going to pass this over to you to introduce our special guest. Absolutely. So today we're lucky to talk about our vibe and what we want in our tribe. We're going to get this advice from our own Tony Jerry that's been helping us on out with the Results Center, and his protege is joining us today, Daniel Merrill. He's been working with Tony for a couple of years now. He brings about 15 years of international presentation and servant leadership expertise to the dynamic group that Tony has. Tony and Daniel, are you here with us? We're ready. How you doing, man? Absolutely. Doing well, doing well. We're excited to talk a little bit about the vibe right now. And I think that's important because this book that you guys wrote, and I've read through the passport that you gave us, and we're going to give that as a gift to everybody today that's listening or going to be able to download. They could download the passport as well. But definitely, can you tell us a little bit of the background when you guys decided to write this book to begin with? Yeah, what we did um, is we really wanted to have a book that would ride the fence between how do you really have vibe inside your team, no matter how big your team is. So those that are on with us today and or are listening to the recording, think about what we're going to be talking about, about your own team. And then we wanted to also have the other half of the book be about how do you have vibe as an individual. So when you join Beamer, you want to be asking yourself, how's my vibe and how's my vibe of my team? And that's why we wrote the book. We wrote the book really to help people expand their thinking on how they can be more effective, if you will, of having, let's call it a charisma, a vibe, and energy that attracts people to you. Awesome. No, that's great. Lisa, what do you have to say? No, so, Tony, uh and hi, Daniel, as well. Uh, yesterday, we had, uh, you know, kind of our, our pre-call to this, and we were talking about, um, you know, your last, your past six months that you have been working with Beamer, and what what vibe are you picking up 
um, with your experience in working with Beamer these past six months? What it seems like, Lisa, Daniel and I talked about this, is we, what it seems like is part of the vision that Albert had when he and I met last year was to bring more personal development into uh, to Beamer. And it seems like people are pretty hungry to really grow. Daniel, don't you think? I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you see? Like even just being on the line here with us today. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely an atmosphere where everyone is encouraged to grow and they, they want to have that growth, that growth and they want to attract as many people as they can. They want to attract the right people as well. And that's one of the key, the key takeaways I've gotten is, you know, you want to make sure you have the right tribe with you as you go throughout your Beamer experience. We think, we think, Lisa, people are pretty hungry. When you join Beamer, they're pretty hungry about being more effective with their health, obviously with the Beamer, and then expand that out mentally and you say, you know, do I want to grow in my own development of myself and the people that I attract? And that's what we've seen. We've seen it for the last six months where people uh, that are part of Beamer want to be better, better, better. Yeah, no, I agree. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we had talked about was I think one of the things that happens, and this probably happens in other direct sales companies as well, uh, is that we feel like we're attracting our tribe, right, and that we're putting out the right vibe. uh, And we're excited for them, but we're more excited for them maybe than they're excited for themselves. And... You know, we, we start to build a team and we bring people in and we think they're going to be great and then nothing happens. So how do we take that energy and and attract the tribe that, that we want that are doing the same things we're doing? Well, you want to chunk up first off, I think, Lisa, on that question. And the chunk up is, Daniel, I believe that, you know, the people that you hang around with affect your success. They affect how you see the world. They affect how you uh, follow through, have discipline, learn, and grow. Agree with that, Lisa? Yes, I do, 100%. I mean, in general, right, Ian, whoever you hang around with is going to have an influence. I know as we started developing our relationship, you know, and I really do appreciate that gift on the Kentucky Derby that you guys sent. That was really a great surprise. And that's that's the kind of thing, you know, we talk about things like strategic gifting and, and pouring into people around you. And I just thought that was so cool that you guys sent that as a gift to us. So thank you uh, for doing that. And that's, that's the kind of people you want to hang around with. Now let's go back to your specific question, Lisa, that you asked. And, you know, what I think is if you, if you, if you have the mindset that you want to attract people that are into health, that are into personal development, that are into taking action, then that's more of the people you're going to attract. And if you don't have that mindset, you could attract someone that might only have one of those three. And I'm believing that you want to attract someone that has all the things you want. And it starts with being clear. What kind of people do you want on your team? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's a big part of it. And we have a lot of people, Tony and Daniel, that let's just say they're in the equine world. And let's say they're a veterinarian. Then maybe they want other veterinarians to work with. Or if they're a pickleball player and they're liking playing pickle. They want to get people that are involved in that field too, or, or even doctors. I mean, I find a lot of doctors that seem they gravitate towards them too. So that that's important in, in working with them and, and, and getting them going for sure. 
and seeing what type of energy you put on out there. I think there was a interesting quote that you had right here in your book that I, I thought was fantastic. And the one that I loved about it the most was, is when you say the right vibe attracts the right tribe, which dramatically affects your results. I can't agree with that anymore. Absolutely. And one of the things that would really kind of address the question is in Chapter 7, we address discipline. And it's not just about how regimented you are. Or it's really about having the discipline to know what is your ideal avatar. Who do you want on your team? Do you already have a team player that you would like to duplicate? And if so, what makes that person who they are? What, are, what is it that they strive for? What is their motivators? And then you can go out and find other people that have similar motivators or a similar type personality. So we've talked about this before and different personality tests you can take. But once you identify the key components that make that individual a super achiever, then you can be more targeted or more disciplined in your approach to future team members. And I think, Daniel, let me add this. I think that I'd like to propose, Eon, that everybody is listening right now, that they literally take their phones either right now or as soon as we finish with our, our time together today, and you type in your phone, what are the eight or 10 or 12 characteristics of the people you want on your team? Like, if you want to attract the right tribe around you, then write it down. What do you want? Do you want people that are into personal development? You want people that are into to learning and growing. You want people that are into their health. Or you, you want people that are, that, are, that are friendly, that are smiling, that are inspirational. Whatever it is, I just believe so strongly that, to your question, if you want to attract the right people around you, your tribe, you've got to be clear of what you want, you know? Exactly. Actually, Tony, as you were as you were talking about that, it reminded me of the story of your daughters when they were young, like five, six years old, and writing down the qualities that they wanted in a husband. And I think you said they got one has 10 out of 10 and one has nine out of 10. Yeah. When my kids, let me, let me explain to everybody that story. <laughs> when my kids were around five or six years old, I asked them very specifically, you know, what kind of men do they want to marry when they get older? Now, five or six, you're not going to have, obviously, your whole world figured out at all. But you start getting the gist of what kind of qualities you, you like of your dad or your uncle or, you know, and then you say, well, golly, what kind of man would I want to marry? And we actually wrote those down in a little frame and put it in our closet, prayed about it, thought about it. Uh, and then, you know, 15 years or 10 years later, 16, 15, 16 years old, when they started dating, you know, they would attract those kind of people and they would date those kind of young men. And we saw it happen live because of that clarity. And then five or seven years later, they end up marrying men that have those, most of those qualities. Like you're right, like 95% of what we wrote down, we actually, I, I think had 11 or 12 and, and uh, my oldest daughter married a guy that was like 11 of the 12 and the youngest daughter, all 12 of 12. And that is a story that when I tell it to people, uh, they, they, it's hard to believe that we focused and thought about that, that intentional for that many years, and then they end up with a marriage partner that fits. Now, let's go back to the whole book itself and us. You know, you may not be in a position where you're, or you might be, where you're raising your kids or grandkids, and it applies. So, yeah, we think that applies. But what we really want to zero in on, I think, in today's call is how do you how do you really apply this to your Beamer business? And, uh, you know, I think maybe we should talk about the assessment in the back of the book. 
and how that assessment that Daniel and I put together can really help you drive clarity on your own self as a person. So you're looking at yourself and you're saying, do I have the qualities that's going to attract the qualities of what I want? Because we told our girls, if you want to have a, a man that's going to date you, that's going to marry you, that have those qualities, then you've got to, you've got to build those, those great qualities yourself. And, uh, and so we taught them for years, just like we taught in the book. You've got to evaluate what are the qualities of a, uh, of a person that you want to become that's going to attract it. So maybe we can go there a little bit with our, with our call yeah, today. Yeah, for sure. I, I, yeah, for sure. And I also want to just let everybody know that's on the call, if you have any questions or comments, um, take advantage of this time that we have with Tony and Daniel and, you know, press one on the phone, get in the queue um, both Tony and Daniel are opening or open to answering any questions that you may have, because um, this is this is for you guys. It's for the field, and we want to make sure that we're hitting the points that are important to you. And you know, in talking about the assessment, the way that you guys wrote the book and broke it down um, was awesome because each chapter is a section for the individual and then a section for the company. And I think sometimes as independent Beamer distributors, we forget that we, we are our own company too. I mean, we're, in a comp- you know, we're building our own team and we're entrepreneurs. And, you know, so they both, they both kind of apply. Um, but the way that you guys broke that down by brand and leadership and organization and communication and style, and then put the assessment with it. So, Daniel, can you talk to us a little bit about the assessment? And I also want everyone to know that you're going to get a copy of this assessment and the Vibe Passport um, at the end of the show. Daniel Daniel came up with this idea on how we divided the book into the five. Can you tell them how that came up with? I mean, basically, obviously, it's, it's not spelled the same way, but the idea was to have the building blocks of Vibe. And so if you could take it, it's one, you rate yourself one through four, there's 25 items on both the individual side and on the organization side. And you can kind of tell where you're at in regards to that. Because, you know, we just recently with COVID and everything, you had the great resignation where people left. And ultimately, you could break it down into the perfect Venn diagram to keep an employee or team members is going to be in the dead center of three circles. And you have, you got, you have your credit or appreciation. You have your compensation, which is, you know, what they're making. And you have your culture. And your culture is your most fragile asset. Uh, it can instantly, a lot of times, larger companies, as soon as the going gets tough, culture is the first thing that can take a hit because expenses, and if people aren't acting a certain way, if everything's based on that compensation, then, you know, you can, you can lose your employees. And so we wanted to be able to create an assessment where you can know where you are as a leader or know where your organization stands. That way, you're more resilient. You can be proactive in in maintaining and nurturing your culture. And so and be, and when, when uh, Albert came to us and said, hey, Tony, would you be my coach? Uh, he had that intentionality. How can we have the very best culture within Beamer? And he said, you know, help me think through how we make the investment in our people. And then I would ask everybody on the line to think about that. Anybody that's on your team, whether it's two people or 20 people on your team, you know, what kind of culture do you have in your own team? And the way we divided this out, Daniel came up with the, the building blocks, which is the B, L, O, C, uh, and then the S. We didn't put a K in there. 
So of the 25 items, the first segment is brand. That's the B. So what's your brand? Uh, the next one is your leadership. That's the L. The next one is the O is your organization in your, you know, how you organize. Like, are you very organized? That's the O. The C is how you communicate, and that could include your emails to your text. And then the S is your own style. And so the assessment, Lisa and Ian, is divided into those five segments, which we, again, spelled it out as a memory peg for block, B-L-O-C-S, your brand, your leadership, your organization, your communication, your style. And then within each one of those, there was five specific things that you could rate yourself on. And I'm proposing, Lisa and Ian, that we go through and just kind of cherry pick some of those that you think would be valuable for our listeners to, uh, to think about today. And as you said, Ian, in the beginning, we encourage everybody to take a few notes because we're hoping within the end, within the end of this hour that you have some ahas and some epiphanies. And you're asking yourself, do I have this style? Do I have the vibe that I want to have or do I need to bump it up a little bit so I'm attracting more of the people that I want? You know, absolutely. So, so I want to start with brand. Let's talk about that because most people associate brand with the word reputation. And in fact, Jeff Bezos says in your book yep. right here, the brand yep. is what other people say about you when you're not in the room. Both your brand and your reputation precede you. That's really important. I want our listeners and our IBDs out there think about that for a second because how we present ourselves out there in the field is critical what our booths look like what we dress like our own professional appearance and our interaction with other vendors out there with other people you know prospects whatever it is and how we present not only our own business because we're all independent in distributors but also how we represent the brand beamer too and what that means out there and what we should I kind of wear that as a badge of honor, feeling very proud that I work with Beamer because I really, really love the product. I really, really love the culture and the people involved with, with Beamer. In fact, I don't consider it a, a workplace, but I consider it a family. And I consider every individual person that I come across with, managers, trainers, whatever they might be, you know, seniors and juniors, their distributors, as, as part of my family. Some, of course, I'm sure, Tony, some you get along with and some you don't, but you, you, you know what I mean. A couple of days ago, Ian, here in Texas and Dallas where we are, uh, it got kind of cool in the afternoon, and my kids were flying in, and I was going to have dinner with them, and I grabbed a Beamer, a Beamer jacket and uh, that I just purchased, and it fit so well, and I felt like that I was wearing the style that I like, and then I had Beamer on it, being innovative, using that as a way. And as soon as I walk in, people, I had a comment on the Beamer logo. And I think that that's a takeaway uh, for everybody to take a, and I'm skipping down to the last one, Daniel, and style here a little bit. I think it also applies to your brand, which is the first segment we're in. Is like, you know, is your, do you have enough Beamer wear that fits your style that you like wearing it causes people to ask you about Beamer, so you're attracting people with your own brand. With how you, what do you wear? What do you guys think about that? No, absolutely. And it's not only just what we wear. I mean, we want to look professional anytime. I mean, you see some of these presentations that we have that we're doing now. Hopefully, everyone's looking extremely very professional in, in what we're doing. 
But help us a little bit more, and, and let's just jump in a little bit of time here, about the social media, about our, our presence out there with LinkedIn or with, with social media. How, sh- how would you advise our people to present themselves on there to, to represent their brand better? What I, what I teach, what Daniel and I teach day in and day out on the LinkedIn deal is take a look at your own LinkedIn and then look around at others that are successful uh, colleagues in Beamer and look at their LinkedIn. And if you see a LinkedIn that's really great, model it. You know, uh, are you proud of Beamer? Are you proud of, of what you share with others, what Beamer does, and what you do in your team, and, and put that in there. You know, you can look at my own LinkedIn and uh, and see how intentional I am about the pictures and what we said. So the takeaway, I think, for everybody that's listening, Dion, is, you know, on your own LinkedIn presence, you know, maybe you need to evaluate that and rate yourself. You know, how are you? And is there a ideal LinkedIn of some other colleague in Beamer that you want to model? Do you know of anybody that has a real good LinkedIn, Ian or Lisa? You know, I have looked at other people's Beamer LinkedIn pages, things I'm connected with, and I used to spend a lot of time on LinkedIn when I was in another business and trying to, to resource that as a way to connect with people. And I personally need to do that a little bit more. I'll tell you a little trick that I did, and maybe this was wrong, but I didn't put Beamer down on my LinkedIn for a long time because I knew that other businesses would look at my LinkedIn first. So I wanted to see what other competitors were doing, whether they're other PMF devices, and I would ask them, and I would act like I'm an interested customer, and I would want to learn about them, and I knew that they would always go right to my LinkedIn. So just recently, um, Tony and Daniel, I actually added LinkedIn to my page and dropped my other businesses and made that the forefront because I'm now ready to come forward. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm about in doing this because I always want to know what my competitors are saying about Beamer. I always want to know what other people are doing. But now I, I think as I become a TM, a team manager, that I'm, I, I'm putting that out there and presenting myself as one. So I think that's a good point. And there are some good ones out there and definitely don't need to recreate the wheel. I think you can learn from the other ones that are good there. What do you think, Lisa? Yep, I totally agree. I also just want to point out that we just recently had a social media training, uh, and there is a replay of that in Chris Veronis' Monday Motivational. So definitely check that out. It's it's like the old saying, make, make a good first impression, right, Tony? Yeah, I am. Um... I'm excited to hear some feedback uh, from our listeners on this book because we're going to give it away, right, Ian, to everybody that's listening. And, 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 yes, we- and I'll be curious to see on, on the feedback that we get when we, when we hand this out. And then did we send you the assessment, Lisa, you said, so we can give that out to everybody? Yes, I am. I am putting the assessment and the Vibe um, Passport book um, there'll be a link where people can download those, um, whether they were on live today or they are listening to the recording. Cool, excellent. Uh, any callers calling yeah. in that we might uh, take I a call don't, or a question? I don't have any hands up. So if there are any brave leaders out there on on the call and you have a question for Tony, um, it can be related to brand. It can be related to to vibe your energy, building a team, uh, whatever it is, just 
hit one on the phone and we will open up your line. Let's jump to leadership. So there's five different things in leadership, um, Daniel. And I just out of curiosity, were these written in any particular order of importance? They do kind of build upon each other. Uh, just like, you know, you want to know your values. We have the entire designing your own life build uh, under goals. And so basically you start with your goals because once you have a clear vision of what you want, then you can be more disciplined towards that. And as you're disciplined, let's say for building your team, so you know what you want your ideal team to be comprised of, you're disciplined as you go out and gather them. Then once you have your team, how do you nurture them? How do you create that atmosphere of accountability, communication, and trustworthiness? And then once you have that high-performing team, that will really help drive you towards your clarity, focus, and execution, which is Tony's base methodology. And then ultimately, point 10 or chapter 10 of that is showing you that you got to be flexible. Of course, things aren't always going to go your way. Uh, plans can change at an instant. And so you have to be flexible and understanding. Kind of flexibility and understanding go kind of hand in hand with this and your ability to kind of create and nurture that culture as a constant driving force forward. So they do build upon each other. And that last point is always remember to be flexible. If you're too rigid, you break. No, that's a great point. That's a great point. And team, if you want to hit one, do so. We do have one person that wants to have this great opportunity to talk to both you, Daniel, and Tony, and that is 805-416-406. You are live on Blog Talk with Tony and Daniel. I am so excited to talk to you, Tony, Daniel, Ian, and Lisa. This is Jan Hop uh, from Central Coast, California, beautiful Paso Robles, and uh, this is Grandma Got Run Over by a Pickup, is how I'm known, I guess. <laughs> uh, but my, uh, this is so awesome. I love this. Thank you so much, Daniel and Tony, for all this great information. I can't wait to get the book. But the thing is, all of everything, the blocks and uh, just everything is so valuable to us. And we hit a home run when we got you on board. It, it, it's uh, really wonderful. But my thing is, I've heard a lot of words, but I haven't heard the word passion. I, uh, when I look for people and put them bodies on Beamer, and they become a distributor, I look for that passion. So do you say anything about passion at all? Uh, I, love the, I love the topic. Uh, and I, and I, under our fifth category, which is about your attitude, I think that we've, we've mentioned there that that's a, that's a big piece to the puzzle. Are you out there making it happen? I, uh, I think a lot of people don't uh, take the time to really write down what they're passionate about. And uh, I know that as I've been coached over the years, one of the people that I've asked to coach me is constantly pushing me to understand what I'm passionate about and to make sure that I really drive on that. Um, it's, a, it's a great word. Uh, it's not one of our 25 words. It's kind of inside Chapter 5. Uh, great topic. If you have passion, people are attracted to that. And, and let me tell you a mistake I made, Jam. Uh, a mistake I made 15, 20 years ago, maybe 25 years ago, is I had a, uh, an experience with a guy that I teamed up with 
who is a uh, who is a former pastor, and we were doing a big turnaround uh, for Chrysler in the 90s. And I watched this guy when he would talk to people one-on-one or on the phone or in a training experience, and he was so passionate that I almost was embarrassed for him because he was just so passionate. And then after months and maybe a year or two, I, I recognized my own blind spot, Jan, that I was not putting the passion in my own communication, and I wasn't being really transparent like he was with his transparency. And then I had almost an epiphany to say the, the reason why people were so attracted to him is because he was transparently passionate about the things that we were doing and things that we were training. And so I encourage everybody uh, to really take that word and ask themselves, you know, what are you passionate about? And are you, are you sharing that passion about Beamer openly, you know? So great word. No, yeah, absolutely. And, and- yeah, and that's what go, I go see ahead, in, Yeah, that's what I see in you, Tony. And great example, storytelling. Stories sell, right? That was a great story yeah. and you are you have many, many stories and about your daughters writing down what their what attributes they want in a husband, even at a young age, and for them to become that person. Stunning. I mean, you guys hit a home run. I swear we are so, so blessed to have you. I appreciate everything that you do. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jan. Yeah, let me uh, kind of bring closure to that. That was, a, uh, that was an aha that when I shared that, Jan, about that passion we had for our kids attracting, and I kept telling them over and over and over, and I'll tell my grandkids the same thing. Uh, you know, if you want to attract another, a number 10 spouse, you've got to become a number 10 person. Uh, you know, and that takes discipline, your own brand and your reputation in school and, you know, your grades and your extracurricular activities, all those things play into who you become and who you are, which is your brand, which is the first part of our book here. And we taught that over and over and over. Here's one for you, uh, Ian and Lisa. This weekend I'm with my daughter and uh, I named her our cheerleader. She was a cheerleader in high school and ends up now as an adult, goes out and cheers people on. And she's the one that has our first grandbaby. And I looked at him, now grandbaby's one, and I said to her husband, who's fantastic, and her as well, he only had 11 of the 12, but he's still fantastic. And I said, I've started writing goals down for our granddaughter, who's one. And they looked at me like, Dad. And I was like, and so I start rolling these things off, and they're like, yeah, I like that one. I like that one. And they started getting into it and added a few, added a few more things. And I typed it in my phone. I'm like, those of us that are on the line, are we helping the people that are part of Beamer? Are we helping people that are part of our family? Are we helping them write down their own goals, helping them to determine who they want to become and what they want to do? So, you know, I think, you know, goal setting, which is item number six in our book, is just a big deal. When people see, like, I pull it out and I'm going, here's the goals that I've already set to support my granddaughter, you know, some people are like, wow, that's interesting. And you know how much time it took me? Like a minute or two just to write it down. But then to do that is powerful, you know. No, absolutely. That's where the onboarding booklet that we have now for every single distributor that signs somebody up, really look at that team, take a look at that, help to know what their interest is. Because sometimes as distributors, 
are, and I'm going to use the word frequency. You can talk about passion or whatever, but since I'm in Beamer, we're talking about frequencies all the time. Is 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 our frequency that we give out? And sometimes we're so passionate, and I'm dedicated, and I'm going to work 24/7 with Beamer. But that might not Good be work. everybody's goal either. So by knowing what their goals are and what they're wanting to do, it's it's an important thing. I'll give you a good example. When I taught tennis and I had, let's say, a kid wanted to become, you know, the, the professional tennis player, but then I have to make sure that parents are signed up for that too because it's a financial commitment to do that. And if they're not able to do that or, or the parents want to do this, everyone's got to be on board with the same thing because if they're not, then – you're going to have a house of cards. It's not going to work that way. So, well, you, you said so many great things there, Ian. So many great things. Not everybody has the same passion we have. And on the onboarding, we had 600 people join our company in the last uh, in the last month. And we need to make sure if you're on the line today that we're pouring into you. And if you have to bring one of those 600 people on or into our business, we need to be passionate about finding out what's important to them, not just pushing what's important to us. You know, people have different reasons for being part of Beamer, and they have different reasons for growing the Beamer business. And we need to we need to be more clear on that, right? It's not about us; it's about them. You know, how can we help them when someone's on our team? A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with you more than that. And and helping them out because some people might need help with organization. Some people might need help with training on how to use the Beamer correctly, or even doing presentations. People are not that comfortable reaching out to people, talking to people, and you might need to kind of help them on out to get them started. We had a new distributor working with us, my sister and myself, this past weekend in Atlanta at a, at a major event, a professional event. And, you know, even though he was well-known in his community, he just wasn't used to working in a booth. And so it was a learning experience for him to talk about Beamer, and he tried to go very scientific. And I said, stop. I said, your strength is who you are. Your strength is, is your presence. Everybody knows you. Just say, listen, I like this. I like to use this for my own health and wellness. I want to share it with you. Please give me eight minutes of your time. The science come out later on. What do you think about that, Tony? I'm sorry. I was distracted. I'm, I was taking notes. Say that again, please, Ian. Are you drinking that bourbon again? I told you that was for later. So we sent you. No, I told you I'm not <laughs> drinking that bourbon because the bottle's so cool. Everybody knows. Oh, this. They, sent, they sent me to my favorite bourbon. They didn't know it was my favorite bourbon. But they sent me a, a special bottle that, was, that has art designed on it, first female to do the art, from the, um, from the Kentucky Derby state. And I'm, like, digging it. It shows up on my, on my desk. And I'm like, where'd this come from? And for you guys to just happen to pick my favorite bourbon and then have that. Anyway, that's special. Okay. So, no, I wasn't drinking the bourbon, <laughs> I, but I was distracted. My apology. I'm admitting it. Everybody should admit that we're not perfect. <laughs> Can you ask me that question again? No, you're, you're being flexible. You're, you're just All right, thank shifting you. Ah, activity. Recovery there. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we have about, uh, what do we have, about 10 minutes. I just wanted to touch on the the other three categories um, quickly, if we can. Uh, of course. Moving on to organiz- moving on to organization. So a lot. I think this is an area, especially for independent beamer distributors or entrepreneurs, that we have our strengths, and a lot of times it's not the organization piece of it, right? And and then that just 
kind of spirals and and then we get frustrated and then we're like, uh, you know, it's the, the up and down of being an entrepreneur. So in the area of organization, um, you're not also, you're not just talking about time, right? No, that's correct. We're talking about being organized on your phone, organized with your, like using uh, Beamer, um, the verb, right? Beamer share. Yep. Beamer share is such a great tool. In my opinion, if you're not on Beamer share, you should be, and it just can help you be organized. So we teach the idea that if you're not individually organized as a, as a personality, then look for tools like uh, Beamer share that can help you or even look for people that might be around you. Recently, yeah, recently. Exactly. On, on Chapter 14, we talk about a life team. And that's not just, you know, it, you can go as extensive as having everything categorized from your plumber, your electrician, all that stuff, or it can just be cross-delegation among team members because an ideal high-performing team has it where everyone's strengths are diversified to where – the weaknesses are eliminated from there. So if, if someone on your team is amazing at organization, then pick their brain for results, and, and maybe they can help you with, with your Beamer share, and you might be able to give them something that they might be a little weak in. And so that cross-delegation amongst team members can be very impactful. Yeah, and let's apply what, you, apply what you just said, Daniel, to a Beamer Saturday. If you aren't real organized, but maybe you're better in front of the room, maybe you're the one that's doing the MC of the, of the, of the Beamer Saturday, or you're doing the setup. You're surrounding some other team members that are really good at organizing the details, the handouts, the setup, the chairs, and everything. And collectively, three or four of you are putting on that Beamer Saturday, and, and, and it looks totally organized, although that may not be your strength. However, you assemble the team to make it happen. And uh, aren't we doing more and more Beamer Saturdays, Eon, now? Absolutely. I think we're, we're going to hit a record for this year all these Beamer Saturdays, everyone's going out there trying to share. It's almost like a, an awakening of sorts. We could finally get more bodies on Beamer, more bobs going on, and we're really trying to push that. But, you know, that's really a good part of the organization. If I have a team member that is, let's say, great with the equine world, and I'm not, then I have people in my team coming to me asking to do a three-way call, asking for that assistance because I have that background but if I have a doctor that needs some assistance or whatever, I'm going to go to them and we can kind of use, have everyone have their strengths, you know, everyone kind of like that who can make a very, very strong organization. And once you do that, then you're going to be successful for sure. And results faster. Who said that? All right. Hi, it's Lisa. I said results faster, right? That's right. That is exactly yeah. right. So communication is um, one of the sections that you guys cover. And you talk about presentations, which, Tony, last month when you were on with us, um, oh, we've had over uh, over 900 downloads from the I Present from last month. Well, let's keep, so. let's get, let's keep breaking those records, Lisa. How do we get people to – to tell about, if you're not on the line today, or if you're on the line today, how do you tell people in your team about this and, and explain to them that they need to read the book Vibe and they need to listen to this hour? Because the better your vibe, the better you're going to be in life. You're going to attract cool people to you, you know, whether it's Beamer or not, right? You want to attract the right people to your family. You want to attract the right people, uh, you know, of, of your neighbors, your neighborhood. 
Like this is this this whole concept is something that Lisa that we want to get as many people as possible to be aware of uh, and listening to this so they get the gist. The gist is simply this: be strategic about your vibe. That's going to be the tribe that you attract, and the people around you are the people that really uh, influence who you are, what you do, how you grow. I got passionate there. So let's let's put this all let's put all this in an execution right here. This is what I love to do. When I get a great blog talk show, I copy that and I paste that and I send that out to my distributors in a text. And I say, please listen to this. Or I post it on our team Facebook page. Or I send it out email. Because not everybody is that cool with their phones. I've got some some older people that only like emails, let's say, or how it works. But share it. Share this call. That's how it's going to happen, Tony. And that way they too can get the book that you have the passport on this as well as the vibe assessment because this is the new thing going on i mean we've been hearing about clarity i'm sweet focus and execution and we we should be on that already it's it's it's, those are learning steps that we've had now we're talking about the vibe now we have to say how we're presenting ourselves out there and i'm glad that you're always on blog talk with us doing this because You've been working a lot with the upper management of Beamer. You've been working a lot with the regional directors, national directors, and the the managers of Beamer. But the boots on the ground, the the seniors and the juniors and the trainees might not have the opportunity to get on the phone and talk to you or listen to you. So I really appreciate that you and Daniel come on this show and really help us on out. If you have two words for a new distributor and you want to help them come on out, and become a Beamer distributor and, and, and have a good vibe out there. What would you tell them? Uh, <laughs> get clear. There's my two words. Get clear. What kind of vibe do you want to have? What kind of reputation do you want to have? What kind of people do you want to attract? What kind of Beamer business do you want to have? Get clear. There is a pulling power that comes from that. And vibe is a subset of that. Get clear on your reputation that you want to have people be attracted to. Get clear. There's my two words. Get clear. What do you think? That's pretty good. I thought you could say clarity and focus, but that's pretty good. I think we're both on the same. <laughs> well, maybe I should have. Maybe I should have. Both of them are good. <laughs> hey, how about this one? I, I got one for you. Can we use this recording as a recruiting tool? Yes, 100% we can. I mean, we could send the link and say, hey, this is some of the things that we talk about and how we grow ourselves as part of the Beamer family. I mean, I think in some cases, people that are here with us today, listen to this, might want to send the link to people that aren't necessarily in Beamer that might want to be part of Beamer. I don't know. I, I know that's not really the, the sole purpose, but I, yeah. I just think that, I, I think that you know, people need to know that, when we're, that what we're doing here is impacting people's lives. We're pushing thinking. We're helping people be better. You know, how do you attract the best kids for your kids to date? Like, that's not... That's not like all companies are not like pushing. How do you be better? When I first met Albert and he, he and I just connected on the whole sharing values and pouring into our kids and our family. I mean, that just made us click. And that's, he was like, please bring on to the Beamer culture. Some of the things that you have out there, we want to be a stronger culture. We want to make people better, help them be better, help them explore and think, you know, and when you guys reached out and said, Hey, you know, once a month, why don't you be part of our Beamer talk show? I was like, perfect. Like, that's an extension of what, what uh, Albert and I, you know, envisioned several months ago, you know. 
Yeah, definitely. And and actually blog talk, you know, and especially these trainings that we have with you once a month, um, can, you know, get yourself organized and put it in your arsenal or your tool chest as um, recruiting items or even re-engagement items. You know, uh, it's okay as a distributor to contact team members and say, listen, I'm really focused on the vibe of our team now. You know, I've had some training with Tony Geary. I've read his passport. I've taken the assessment. And, you know, let's, let's re-engage. Where, you know, what is your clarity? Where do you want to focus? How can I help you execute? And use all of these tools, um, you know, that Tony's sharing with us, all of these strategies to to really make an impact and make a difference. And I think that's why we're all in Beamer to begin with was it had an impact on our life and we want to do the same for others and not be bashful about it. So uh, we are uh, out of time. I can't thank you guys both enough for um, your, your insights and for uh, gifting this uh, vibe passport and assessment to the team. And, uh, Ian, any last words for you? Absolutely. The next time we have you on, I really want the distributors out there to dial and hit one. This is a great time for you guys to actually talk to Tony. We listen to him. We, we've been reading his books. But now it's time. Next time is get your vibe and step up, and, and let's make this happen. Thank you, Tony and Daniel, very much for joining us today. One thing, let every, have everybody that gets the book, the little booklet, they can share it with non-Beamer people as a recruiting tool as well. So, you know, share, share the vibe. Share the vibe. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to share this with George Veronis and let him know that we got the vibe before he did. So thank you, Tony. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> All right. We're going to, before we go, I'm just going to, I have to do at least I have to do, I'm going to give him a big pause. all right tony and daniel thank you very much thank you all for listening it was a great time you guys have a great wednesday and let's just rock it likewise today's show was brought to you by an independent group of beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business we're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.